Welcome to Money's a Mitch podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey, what are you doing? Are you here? Hello? Oh, there you are. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, another dynamic, need I say it, dynamic episode of my podcast, Mondays and Mitch, where we dispel myths and rumors about what it means to be a leader, who's a leader, who's not a leader, hint where everybody is a leader, just how we're leading and whether or not we're effective at leading. That's uh, that's the stuff that we work on. That's the stuff that we talk about, how to be a more conscious leader, how to, how to rise up. And that's the key. That's what we're going to talk about today, about conscious leaders rise above the noise. They rise above the noise. So I want to jump in on that today. Um, but that's what we do here. We dispel myths and rumors and we redefine, we reimagine, we, we rework, rewonder, remagicate, remagicate. Did I just make, I made up a word. We remagicate what it means to be a leader who leads at the highest levels of consciousness. So what does it mean to rise above? What does it mean to rise above? So first and foremost, I really truly believe mentor of mine says this all the time, and, and I repeat it because it really, I think, is so powerful, is that those of us who choose and opt in to lead at a higher level of consciousness, and by that I mean more present, more aware, more empathetic, really focus on how do we inspire and lift other people up to really discover the magic that's inside of them, and to do it not through fear and intimidation, but through love and joy and and just pure, pure heart and inspiration. Um, but he always talks about it, and I and I really agree with this so wholeheartedly, that, that, that if you're ready to do that, if you're really ready to step into those levels, that these are the times that we've been built for. These times of great uncertainty, of doubt, of misinformation, of facts parading themselves, uh, you know, as the absolute truth and everybody having their own set of facts in the process, anti-vax, vax, mask, no mask, shot, no shot. It's all over. Like everybody, it's just, it's polarized. It's all over. There's just multiple scenarios where we are either for or against something. And usually when we're for or against something and we have such energy around it, what really comes to the surface, what really bubbles up is fear. The fear that exists, the fear that we carry with us or have carried with us for God knows how long, around a whole variety of topics, but ultimately around our life and suddenly our desire to, to, 
to hide what is unhealed and uncertain or from childhood, from adolescence, is so profound and gets reactivated. And we don't want to admit that we're wrong. We don't want to admit that um, we're anything but right. And that rightness comes out as righteousness. And it's messy. Let's face it. It's just messy. There's no civil discourse. There's no ability to sit down for the vast majority of people to sit down and have a conversation about the things that we need to rise above. It's one way or the other. It's black or white. And I see people, sometimes they manipulate it. They, they attempt to say, hey, I'm just asking a question here. I'm just curious. And they're using it to actually stir debate or to be able to make a point. But genuinely, there are people out there who really would like to be able to have a conversation about stuff. And you can tell by something they post, something they write, and then the comments start off lovely, really appreciate your point of view, I really hear you, and then probably five or six comments below, (laughs) it turns into, you are the worst human being that ever existed. I mean, it's just, it's just insane what transpires for people when that fear center of, of the brain, the amygdala gets, gets activated and suddenly we're we're running from the dinosaur again that only this time the dinosaur doesn't exist it's really running from ourselves and from a deeper truth that we really do ultimately seek so i know we're going to get there i know it's going to take a minute i do i really do truly believe that the more people rise up the more people who who start to see the insanity of all that and just go you know what you can't do this anymore it reminds me always of a rumi's field that quote by Rumi that says, out beyond wrong-making and right-making, there is a field. I'll meet you there. You may have heard me talk about that before. I want to meet in that field. I want to meet people there. I want to be able to listen to people. I want to be able to hear people. And not always about agreeing with them. And so what is rising above? What does rising above genuinely look like? Rising above means that you are compassionate without necessarily having to agree. Rising above means that you can be empathic, that you can have empathy, and it doesn't mean that you have to agree. You can say to someone, after they share whatever is present for them, I hear you, and that doesn't mean you agree. See, rising above is, is, is deciding for yourself, what is my natural state going to be? What is the frequency at which I want to operate? I have a choice. I can invite people into that place, knowing they may or may not come. I may just be by myself, and that's okay. Versus joining them, dropping my frequency, moving out of contribution, moving out of a higher frequency that includes love and empathy and joy and appreciation, and compassion, and dropping down really into the gutter with that low energy vibration of righteousness and who's right and who's wrong and arguing with people and the retelling of stories and noticing that I'm in fight or flight and chemicals coursing through my body. They're just taking me out of being really genuinely present, which is the basic foundation of conscious leadership, to be just fully present, to be fully aware to be fully open, 
And you can't do that when you drop your frequency and you go down to that lower energy vibration and you participate in the againstness. Man, now more than ever, we need inclusion. We need more of that. We don't need any more arguing. We don't need any more who's right and who's wrong. What we need is to be able to find a place where we can have a conversation. So rising above means that you can be all of that. You can be empathic. You can be considerate. You can be kind. You can be loving. Because that's who you are. That's the choice that you make to be regardless of how someone else is. And in the process, still be willing to listen. Still be willing to hear someone else's point of view. And with all of that, as kind as you may be and as understanding as you may be and loving as you may be, it doesn't mean you have to agree with the other person. What happened to agreeing to disagree? What happened to just genuine respect that for whatever reason, for any number of reasons, some of which we don't even understand, the way people were raised, the things they saw, the things they were taught, the things they witnessed, the impact that those things and they were taught had on them creates a dynamic where they are firmly entrenched in the belief that they have. And you trying to move them out of that isn't going to work because now we're in a power struggle. Now we're in a power struggle. It doesn't work with your kids. doesn't work with your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. doesn't work with your boss. It doesn't work with, well, sometimes the boss wins because a power struggle means I pay, your, I, pay you, <laughs> I pay you to so you can pay your bills, right? So sometimes that may at least win temporarily. But the power struggle doesn't work. The boss ultimately doesn't get what they want from the employee. That employee has a limited window at that point, and at some point is going to be gone, and somebody else is going to take his or her place. And that's not how you consciously run a business. That's a whole other topic. But rising above, the willingness to just simply hear somebody and understand that they're having an experience, and it doesn't matter if you understand the specifics of that experience, that you understand how somebody could come to that conclusion. But the understanding that that's their experience. And the more we can listen to each other, the more we can learn from each other. That's how it works. So conscious leadership is about rising above, not getting caught up in the chatter. What's the story about the eagle flies with the crows until the crows start squawking and then the eagle rises above? Doesn't want to listen to the squawking. Gives it a headache. I don't know if birds have headaches, but it sounds good. You get a headache with all the squawking. You can give yourself a headache from participating in the squawking. Conscious leadership is about catching yourself because it happens from time to time where you get pulled in. Catching yourself and pulling yourself back to center, pulling you back into that loving place, raising your frequency, and inviting other people to do the same. That's where we get stuff done. That's the future order of things. That's where we're headed. And most people don't know it. Most people are just waiting to, I just can't wait till things get back to the way they were. I can't wait till they get back to normal. It's not happening. My opinion Humble opinion, it's not happening. We are being challenged at this point in history in ways that we've never been challenged before. Systems have been set up to fail for years and are finally failing. And that's okay. 
Because out of the chaos will come clarity. Out of all that confusion will come clarity. Out of all of that confusion that people are experiencing and the doubts and uncertainty will come a conversation. We're not there yet. I don't think we're there yet. But if more of us can raise our frequency, if more of us can rise above, if more of us can see the value in rising above and meeting people at their experience, regardless if we agree with it or not, doesn't matter. Whatever story you're running, whatever story they may be running, it doesn't matter. It's like, how do we get out of that story and as quickly as we can get into some kind of a solution? A solution that that is somewhere in the middle, man, where things happen, where things get done is in the middle. If we're in the right and wrong business, we're done. We're done. People have different points of view. They have different needs. They have different wants. They have different beliefs. They want to know that they matter. They want to know that they're heard. They want to know that they're considered. They want to know that they're included. So we fight our way back to the middle. We're just not there yet. But it starts with you. It starts with me. Leading, me leading me. You leading you. And choosing to do it from a place of not having all the answers. Not thinking you're right. Not coming off as arrogant. Not judging other people. Not judging yourself. We got to get back to wonder. We got to get back to curiosity. Because just as, just as curious as you may be how someone could come to some conclusion that just makes no sense in, to you in any solar system on any planet discovered or yet to be discovered, they have the same experience about you. So we can play the right or wrong game and get nowhere. We can play the power struggle and get nowhere. Or we can meet at Rumi's Field, we can meet at that place where we can have a conversation. We can stop finding out what makes us different than each other and focus on what makes us the same. Find a frequency that we can operate from that considers people, that reminds people that they matter, that they have value, that they have worth, that they're deserving. Not constantly operating from this place. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. I've done my research. Everybody's suddenly a researcher. Well, I read three articles that said X. Really? Who wrote those articles? Who published those articles? I don't know, but, but they all confirmed what I believe. So I reposted it. (laughs) I hope it's true. Somebody said that to me the other day. I hope it's true. So why would you repost something that you hope is true? Meaning you hope that what they actually are saying isn't true is what you mean. I hope this possibly can't be true. Then why repost it as truth, as current truth, when you don't know? You really don't know. Well, but I've read three or four articles. Okay, well, there's three or four articles out there, if not more, that are disputing it, saying it's, it's, it's undeniably false. So what do you want to do with that? 
Do we want to keep putting stuff out there and taking that righteousness position? Or do we want to say, hey, let's cut through this. Let's sit down. Let's listen to each other. Let's rise above. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 